You are listening to the Fantasy Alarm Fantasy Football Podcast with John Pemba and Andrew Cooper. What's going on, FA Nation? John and Pemba here with your quick out fantasy football podcast for week 11, riding solo here for one last time. Andrew Cooper will return next week for week 12 as he comes back from his honeymoon. But as you know, quick out fantasy football podcast, we break down all the things you need to know for your week 11 matchups here. We're kicking off with the four teams on a bye. The Jaguars, Dolphins, Seahawks, and Buccaneers are off this week's slate. So if you have them in your lineups, make sure you swap them out, hit your waiver wires, uh, and get some new guys into your spot. There, so you don't take any zeros this week. It's very important not to take a zero. We are closing in on the fantasy football playoffs just a few weeks away, so it is crunch time for many. Let's kick it off here with the Rams versus the Saints. We have a two and a half game total here with the Saints as home favorites, just a 39 and a half total. Uh, pretty low one, uh, a lot of low totals. This week, as you'll come to hear as we go through the matchups, uh, no Cooper Cup for the Rams, a place on IR. We got Matthew Stafford expected to be back for the Rams this week under center. Uh, Got to think Allen Robinson, Van Jefferson getting the boost. Maybe Tyler Higby after a big eight catch performance in week 10. Uh, and of course, Ben Skoranek is the other one that's going to be pretty popular this week, especially in DFS circles. The running back situation, Daryl Henderson found the end zone last week. Not really a good spot, really, to trust any of these Rams running backs, but Hendo, the guy you're going to play if you're going to play any of them. On the Saints side of things, you still have Andy Dalton under center. Jarvis Landry last week made his return to the lineup. We know Chris Olave, Juwan Johnson scored another touchdown, uh, and Alvin Kamara, uh, the running back there. But again, a low total here. Uh, I don't really love a lot going on with this offense, you know, this is just going to be a game that you're not going to want a lot of fantasy exposure to. Maybe Kamara will get those PPR points with the kit with the passing work. Maybe this is an opportunity for Allen Robinson to finally step up into a bigger role now that there's no Cooper Cup. But to me, there's a lot more questions than answers to be had in this matchup. Next one on slate, we have the Jets versus the Patriots here. The Patriots are at home off of a bye, giving three and a half to the New York Jets with a 37 and a half game total. That's one of the lowest I think we've seen this season. You just saw this matchup a few weeks ago. The Patriots' defense dominated. Zach Wilson once again seeing ghosts here against Bill Belichick defense, uh, throwing a bunch of interceptions. Uh, Garrett Wilson did have a good game for the Jets in that one, but again, not expecting much out of the Jets here, especially with New England coming off of a bye. On the flip side of things for New England, you got to love Ramondre Stevens here. You got to love Jacoby Myers finding the end zone against the Jets two weeks ago. Uh, but after that, a lot more question marks. Maybe Devontae Parker returns to this lineup. He got injured in this game against the Jets two weeks ago. But outside of that, there's not much else you can trust here in New England outside of their defense. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson and then Jacoby Myers. Chicago Bears versus the Atlanta Falcons going to be a big one for DFS. The Falcons are at home giving three. We have a 49 and a half game total here. I think that's going to be the slate high. Uh, for Justin Fields, what do we say about this guy? Back-to-back 40 fantasy point weeks. Uh, 148 yards rushing last week after 175. I think it was the week before that. Uh, last week, Claypool did not do well. Disappointed many. Uh, but I still think you got to give him a little bit of a longer leash and see if he can get into rhythm there with Fields. Darnell Mooney, a pretty solid week. Cole Komet now has five touchdowns in three weeks. Uh, everybody who waited on Cole Komet to break out, congratulations, it's finally happening. Uh, Atlanta is one of the worst teams defending tight ends as well, so I uh, got to think Cole Komet, as long as he is good to go here, I know he had been questionable earlier in the week, uh, should be in a really great matchup. On the Atlanta side of things, I like Mac- Marcus Mariota in this matchup here as well. A mobile quarterback, he threw multiple touchdowns last week as well. Uh, you know, Receiving-wise, I mean... 
can Kyle Pitts get going? Seems like every other week he makes some plays. We got to remember Atlanta was in a bad weather game last week against Carolina, so maybe there's an opportunity now for uh, Corderell Patterson to step up his game here in this matchup. So uh, I think maybe Patterson could be a little bit of a sneaky breakout play. Uh, Tyler Algier is a flex play only for me. Uh, you know, not going to count on him unless you have to. Carolina versus Baltimore. Baltimore is giving 13 points at home, 41.5 total. Baker Mayfield is back on her center for Carolina in this one. Uh, Donda Foreman's looked really well. Maybe you can run up against this Baltimore defense, but I'm not expecting much out of the Panthers passing offense. Uh, Baltimore here, we'll see if Andrews comes back. We know Duvernay is going to be there for uh, Baltimore. Gus Edwards is questionable uh, is also, so if he doesn't play, Kenyon Drake's going to be in a really great spot. And, of course, you have Lamar Jackson. Got, a, again, 13 points in a 41.5 game total. Not too much uh, appeal here. You know, again, I'm not expecting Carolina, and neither is Vegas, to be very competitive uh, in this one. Washington Commanders uh, on the road here against the Houston Texans. Texans are getting three. The one thing this season has been you play your starting running backs against the Houston Texans. They've dominated. Uh, Brian Robinson has gotten the carries. He hasn't been a great, efficient runner, averaging less than four yards per carry, but he saw over 20 carries last week against uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Commanders' upset win there. Uh, if he's going to get that kind of workload here, I think he's in play. As long, long as Taylor Heineke is the quarterback, you have to love Terry McLaurin in this spot as well. Uh, they're just really in sync with one another. Curtis Samuel's fine. Can't really trust the tight ends there. That's really a three-man show. Uh, Antonio Gibson could be sneaky as well. I think he's a flex play this week. On the Houston side of things, it's Damian Pierce. Brandon Cooks, if he's in the lineup, and, and maybe Nico Collins. But again, I, I don't love a lot. This is a 40.5 game total, another low one uh, here. So uh, this is mostly a commander stack for me for fantasy uh, and maybe a uh, Damian Pierce play on the Houston side. Chase Young is expected to be back for the commander's defense. So uh, interesting to see how much he impacts their pass rush. Eagles against the Colts on the road here. Colts are at home giving seven. We have a 45 and a half game total Philly, as we know, uh, coming off of their first loss of the season. See if they have a little bit of a revenge narrative uh, on their plate. They signed Ndamukong Sue this week. Uh, Jonathan Taylor last week uh, broke out. Matt Ryan, Jeff Saturday, the new head coach, getting their first win against the Raiders. But the Raiders are awful. This is a big comeback to earth spot for them. I think the Eagles defense is going to roll. Uh, it may be a tough spot for the Philadelphia Eagles offense. We're still waiting on the updated reports for A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. Both have been questionable this week. We know Dallas Goddard's already going to be ruled out here. So uh, if Philly's offense is going to be missing some key pieces, it may be pretty reliant on the running game and Jalen Hurts there. Detroit Lions versus the New York Giants here. Giants at home giving three 44.5 game total. Uh, a lot to like here for the Giants. Again, we have Saquon Barkley uh, looking really strong last week against Houston. A favorable run matchup for him here against Detroit. Darius Slayton has stepped up of late. Him and Daniel Jones proving once again they have a really strong connection with one another. Uh, so those are two safe plays. Maybe Daniel Bellinger returns. We're, we're kind of monitoring that situation for him uh, this weekend as well. Uh, on the flip side with Detroit, I'm on Ross St. Brown is the, is the receiver to go to. After that, there's a lot of questions. You know, DeAndre Swift still not 100%. Jamal Williams is getting a lot of the carries there. So uh, it's pretty Williams and I'm on Ross St. Brown for me. Swift if you're desperate. Cleveland Browns versus the Buffalo Bills. The big story here is the neutral site game. They moved to Detroit given the six foot of snowstorm uh, that they have in Buffalo there. Uh, last week, we were worried about Josh Allen's arm. That was all for naught. He threw for 330 yards against, uh, you know, in that matchup there against the Vikings. So you have Diggs, you have Allen. Gabe Davis is a dart throw. Dawson Knox has been playing a little bit better of late. And, of course, Devin Singletary is still the main man 
there in the backfield. On the Cleveland Browns side of things, I love the fact that they moved this game inside. Uh, the Bills' defense is a little bit banged up. Nick Chubb should really have a strong day here. Running backs of late, Dalvin Cook, Michael Carter, and Aaron Jones, the last three, have all had big performances against the Buffalo Bills here. Uh, we saw Kirk Cousins throw a lot against Buffalo last week as well with some success. Uh, Jacoby Brissett's not exactly a gunslinger, but... You know, Donovan Peoples-Jones and Amari Cooper have looked pretty good lately as well, so this one turns into a shootout. If Cleveland's going to be forced to throw the ball here because they're trailing Buffalo, I do have some confidence uh, that Donovan Peoples-Jones and Amari Cooper can make some plays. Pretty dull game here at 4 o'clock. We have the Raiders versus the Broncos, uh, a battle of who's going to suck worse here in the AFC West. Uh, Raiders coming off an embarrassing loss last week to the Colts. Broncos can't get out of their own way. You know, what one of these teams have to win. Uh, I think a tie would be hilarious, but uh, Broncos are home as two and a half uh, favorites, a 41 and a half game total here. You got to play who you got to play. There's no Jerry Judy. You know, Cortland Sutton, Greg Dolchik are your top two receivers. I'm not touching any of the running backs. Can't really start Russell Wilson outside of DFS is a dart throw play. On the Raiders side, Josh Jacobs ran over this Broncos defense for 140 yards. Maybe he's a strong play. And, of course, Devontae Adams, but you can't trust anything else there. I know Howard Bender's big on Foster Moreau. Tight ends have had some success against Denver this year, so, so maybe Moreau can find his way into a lineup. Cincinnati Bengals against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Bengals are off of a bye. Uh, this one's a little surprising. Pittsburgh's only a three-and-a-half point home dog. It's a 40-and-a-half game total. Another low in here. Uh, we've seen the Bengals' offense uh, before their bye. It was the Joe Mixon five-touchdown game. Uh, but Joe Burrow's numbers haven't really looked as great since Jamar Chase went down. I do think this is a good spot for Mixon. You had been able to run against Pittsburgh in the past. Uh, Pittsburgh's defense does have TJ Watt back. We saw that last week. So that pass rush could be getting to Burrow here today uh, in this spot. Maybe that's why it's only a three-and-a-half point spread. But you know, T. Higgins, uh, Tyler Boyd, Hayden Hurst, you're going to play all of them if they're in your lineups. Uh, for Pittsburgh, I don't really know. George Pickens maybe last week he got the rushing touchdown, notably with no Claypool. Pickens got two carries, kind of filling in for that role. You know the volume's going to be there for Deontay. Najee Harris actually got some plays last week, but they've alluded to the fact that maybe Jalen Warren's working his way into the rotation. So a lot of question marks there in Pittsburgh. Game of the night here at 4 o'clock, Dallas versus Minnesota. Love this matchup. Uh, one and a half point home underdogs is Minnesota. 48 and a half game total. Uh, TJ Hawkinson has been a target machine since being traded there. We know Justin Jefferson, 190 yards last week, an absolute freak. Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, another big game last week. So you know where the offense is here uh, in Minnesota. And same thing for Dallas. Dak Prescott last week, even though in a loss to Green Bay, looked pretty good. C.D. Lamb, a really big performance. We're still waiting for that breakout game for Michael Gallup, but another seven targets for him. I've been telling everybody, you got to be playing Dalton Schultz in DFS. Him and Dak Prescott just have great chemistry. Another big game for Dalton Schultz. Found the end zone last week. Uh, one thing to note, Ezekiel Elliott is expected to play this week, so Tony Pollard's value is going to take a hit there. Sunday night football game, Kansas City Chiefs versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Big news here is out both. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are expected to return to the lineup they practiced this week without setbacks. So that's a huge boost to the Chargers offense here. We know they have Austin Eckler, obviously Gerald Everett, a really strong offense went healthy. Good news for Justin Herbert. On the flip side, Kansas City offense, no Juju Smith-Schuster, no Mecole Hardman. Uh, Going to see Kadarius Tony likely take a big step up this week. Last week he found the end zone, his first touchdown as a member of the Chiefs. We know Travis Kelsey, but he has a really tough spot here against Derwin James. We all remember sort of that power bomb tackle. Derwin James landed on Kelsey earlier this year, uh, so that's certainly a matchup to pay attention to. And then your Monday night football game here, we have the San Francisco 49ers versus the Arizona Cardinals in a neutral site game as well, playing in Mexico City. 
eight and a half point uh, quote unquote road uh, home dogs rather for Arizona here, a 43 and a half game total. We could have Hollywood Brown returning for the Cardinals here. That's a big one for uh, Kyler Murray, just kind of boosting that offense after losing Zach Ertz. Last week, Trace McSorley, the rookie tight end, is going to get an opportunity to step up. So some interesting things there for Arizona. On the flip side for San Francisco, uh, Elijah Mitchell returned last week and had more carries than CMC. That's something to watch, see if that trend continues. And then obviously, Ayuk, Samuel, and Kelsey are the, or Kittle rather, are your three top wide receivers to focus in on. I still think McCaffrey is the top play here, but uh, notable that Elijah Mitchell got the carries last week. That is your week 11 quick out podcast, everybody. Good luck. See you next week.